Welcome to the first episode of Council Chat. I'm Councilmember Jeff Blueball. I'm joined here today with by Councilmember Brandon Johnson. So we want to do this podcast as a way to tell you everything that's going on from the city and specifically what we're approving from the bench. We hope to be able to do these regularly, and we hope to keep you updated on what the council is doing and how we're trying to move our city forward. Brandon, we approved some big things last Tuesday, specifically some CARES Act funding allocations for the city. I'd like to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks, uh, Councilmember Bluebaugh, for for doing this, and this is this is fun. So, last week we approved seventy five thousand dollars for domestic violence. We've approved nineteen thousand dollars for youth crime prevention and education, and two hundred thousand dollars for homeless prevention. Another ninety thousand dollars for a food box program for seniors and others. Six thousand dollars for a Plainview Youth program. Another $200,000 in incentives for landlords to provide housing to keep people out of homelessness and $250,000 internship partnership with Newman for homeless outreach. Yeah, and, and those are all great needs, and, and, and I, I think it's, it's good that we're looking for opportunities throughout all parts of our city and to be able to help. We've got so many people in need. This just hasn't not been an average year. And you're just making sure that we're doing the best we can to take care of our citizens. Yeah, and, and one of the big things is we do a lot of this great work, and a lot of folks always don't hear about it. So we approve of quite a few things from the bench, and uh, you know all the details don't always get out, but we always get asked about these types of things. So now's an opportunity to make sure folks know about it. Absolutely. Well, we also did an overhaul of our economic development system. I think it had been like. 2012 since we'd visited that again so appreciated the opportunity um i think councilmember clendenin was the only one that was on the council at that time so the rest of us it was it was new to us and i think it was time to refresh it and i I think this should be something that is kind of a living document we i think we all made examples of that during the city council meeting that i i know myself and councilmember johnson we also we've seen areas of our um, of opportunity zone type areas in our district that we wanted to make sure that we were focused on and developing those areas. And I know we both pointed that out and had yep. some discussion on it. So yep. I think that was good that we did that. Um, some of the highlights that included the changes to the city's tax abatement matrix, the addition of a community improvement district's organization fee, and changes to tax increment financing areas. There's also been the plan in the works since 2018, and the key elements included business attraction, retention, and assistance, and it was drafted based on the feedback from the Greater Wichita Partnership, business developers, and others. Councilmember Fry and myself did work on that and uh, before it came to the council. Yeah, I appreciate both of you all's work on that. You know, one of the things we always talk about is small business. And with this pandemic and the economy, this was the right time for this to happen. And the new policies will help businesses that may not have been helped before. You know, one of the sad things I think we've seen not only in our city but throughout the United States is some of these businesses that have been out there 75, 100 years and people calling it quits just because of the environment that we're in right now. And, you know, we want to make sure we keep those businesses going as well as we can, as well as so many other people that have lost their jobs. They're wanting to dip their toe out there and being an entrepreneur. And, you know, myself, I I worked at Textron for 17 years and it, it was it was a hard step going out there and a scary step going out there and and making that leap to working for yourself. But 
I'd like to see more people do that. I, th- I think that's one thing that's put Wichita on the map. We've always had a, 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 a great entrepreneurs that have came from our city, and I'd like to have that opportunity for anybody. I, I know that's important to you as well, Councilmember Johnson. Oh, yeah. That's something you, yeah. you've kind of championed yourself. Yeah, extremely important. And, and I think we just started calling Wichita the opportunity capital of the world. I, so, I like it. So here we go. Opportunity capital. Yeah. So uh, next week, we have some cultural funding allocations coming up, and that's key, too, because we've had those organizations talking about uh, the need going forward. And so next week, we'll be talking about that. Well, um, I know we have a zoning case coming up in, in District 4 in, in my district that is it's to issue some IRBs for um, IH1. And then uh, in two weeks, we have phase two of the aquatics plan coming up. And for anybody who's been out looking at, you know, phase one, the construction's begun, things are starting to come together. And one thing I continue to tell neighborhoods is those splash pads, we shouldn't think of them as splash pads. Those are splash experiences. I mean, it's just so much to it. It's not just your jets coming up out of the ground. So looking forward to that. That'll be up in two weeks. And, you know, um, I, I think there's a lot of excitement, just what you said, with the aqu- aquatics plan coming up. I know constituents in my district are very excited about Ailey Pool and some of the things going up there. I know there's a lot of excitement about, all, you know, the aquatics plan in your district as yeah. well, council members, as well as the rest of it. Yeah, and, and, you know, with Edgemore, that was one of the things neighbors were talking about, folks climbing that fence and getting into that pool. And now all of that's gone, and we're building that splash experience there, I'll say that. And there's, there's a lot of excitement about what that's going to be. And Edgemore's went through a transformation with that skate park. Uh, now, I think this last two weeks ago, there was a pickleball tournament, more, more than 100 people participating in that. So that's really picking up, and I continue to hear about pickleball. So lots of good stuff. So, you, you know, you, you bring that up. That, that I've had a lot of people reach out to me about pickleball, and, and I think that's a great opportunity where we took some of the older tennis courts and we're revamping them, but but creating a lot of opportunities. And we're getting a lot of people in there that maybe weren't active in a sport before. And, yeah. and this pickleball's pretty serious deal in our city right I, now. I, I hear. I need to go out there. They told me to come play, and I said, I don't know. I'm my knees now. <laughs> you survived college football, but, yeah, yeah. but pickleball might be a little. Yeah, that might be it for me. <laughs> Well, while we're not allowing people into City Hall right now, you know, we want everybody to know you can always watch on Cox Channel 7, on Wichita.gov, or on the city's YouTube, Twitter, or Facebook channels. Yeah, so we'll continue to do this and get that information out and talk about what's going on in our different districts. And again, I'm excited about this because we can get so much of that information out that we typically don't get out. I want to share one last thing, Council Member. Um, this is Fire Prevention Month. I know you know that. But I, I shared a picture on Facebook the other day that I had found of a house that was burning. And you could see one door open in the house I saw and that, one yeah. door closed. That, that, that picture was so powerful to me. I had, had no idea it made that much difference. And yeah. um, I, I know we're making sure every, every door in our house is closed at night and and, you know, j- just one example like that saved lives, especially having those children in those bedrooms. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, you know, the weather's changing now, so that's definitely something that folks should keep in mind is keeping those doors closed, having an escape plan, and then remembering and change those air filters as those heaters are starting to come on. Pay attention to that. If you have a, a floor heater, don't put things on top of it when you turn it on. That can start a fire. 
Um, and then going into the holidays again uh, on the law enforcement side, uh, our officers came to our district advisory board meeting and said, uh, don't leave your cars running because that's when auto theft start up is when, it, when we get cold. So it might suck for a little bit to warm that car up with you in it, but it's better than having your car stolen. Thank you all for, for joining us as always. And you can reach any of the council by email or on any of our district pages on Facebook. Yep. Have a great weekend, everybody. Yep.